Counselor Accents Podcast. Two school counselors who love their jobs. Oh, and they happen to have Southern accents too. Bless their hearts. I'm Laura Rankin. And I'm Jim Crumley. And together we are Counselor Accents. And I'm sporting a summer look while I think we've gone with our deep winter attire. And I will be in a sweatshirt from January to December. You know that about me. Maybe it's my thyroid. I don't know. But I, I'm in a sweatshirt all the time. So I don't know how you stand it. I do not know how you stand it. Well, what's but your thermostat I, on in your house? What's your thermostat on? 72 at all times. Mine is 67 at all times. Oh my gosh. Why? It's the way that we live. I don't know. Can't hide like money. Can't hide money. No, I'm telling you, let's just turn it on down. <laughs> Woo! We don't even turn our air conditioner on until it hits 90 here in Alabama. We left the milk out. We went to Walmart specifically to get milk last night and we left it out all night. Forgot to put it up because it was in a, we had bought storage tubs because I've been cleaning out things and uh, no, yes. we, we forgot to put the milk away and JC said, oh, it's fine. Our house is cold enough. It's fine. And I'm like, we have standards, JC, or, or let's, let's get some standards. Let's start <laughs> having some standards. We're not going to use the milk that's been out all night. So I put my foot down. But anyway, that. that's how cold but it is in our house. It is that cold. It's like, well, they call it a meat locker. Yeah, that's exactly I could it. not stand that. I couldn't stand that. I could yeah. not stand that. Well, anyway. you would definitely feel a draft if something, uh, if you were to rip a seam, which I believe you have a story about. Oh, my goodness. I wish I could show the picture, but it's graphic. It's pornographic, it yes. graphic. So I had this, uh, and I did not know you were going here. So, but you know, see how I can launch right in. I know exactly. Now, let me just say there has been, it is a joke at my school, the, um, the fashion mishaps, the time that I wore the shirt completely backwards and did not even realize it was backwards. And uh, I noticed that the coach's eyes kept drifting to the bosom area like your reading coach no the coach coach the male okay. coach and I went eyes up here title nine title nine and he was like I don't know what you got going out it's like I've reached this age like I just leave and are my clothes on so that has been a huge and then everybody wore their shirt you know like then all those folks wore their short, short shirts backwards the next day this last one was at an rti meeting and uh when i stood up the whole back of my dress had come split right down the middle and i was wearing you know you think when these things happen i hope i'm prepared i had on the biggest pair of bloomers made <laughs> i mean it was like white bloom there's nothing that showed because they're the kind that went all the way up the back and all the way past way past cheeks and so I had this big old white granny panties on and it just split right down the middle I I did not know I mean it was until people were laughing I did not even know it had happened oh I cannot God. I cannot maintain an air of professionalism at any point like at any point. and I want to well keep trying it did remind me of the time, though, that I um, was wearing a dress that buttoned all the way up in the front. Yes. Um, so it's all buttons. 
And I was at Castor Knots, which should tell you how long ago that was. Oh my gosh, the store of North Alabama. Yes, well, I was there at Castor Knots and I had run into the um, dressing room and I had picked up the wrong size because, you know, I'm in denial about my size and stature. <laughs> and uh, so I had to run back out and get a different size real fast. And I, so I put my dress back on, ran out to get the other size. And I noticed like everybody, it's like the music, like stopped. Everybody was staring. I'm saying hello to everyone, completely oblivious to the fact that I had failed to button up my dress and they were seeing what the stork saw because my dress was wide open and I didn't feel a dress. ran out without but buttoning said dress. I was not in my right mind. I was, it was right before I got married. And so I'm sure my mind was on a thousand other things and I just ran right out. I wondered subconsciously you were hoping another man would pick you up. <laughs> that made me hurt just now. I'm still not recovered and I might've just popped a stitch right then. I am so, I'm going to save this story, but it is, this has just been small talk, but I have a story. Oh. A story that involves possible fashion and possibly blowing up a store. Hey, all so right. I, do not let me forget to share that story. Okay, you piqued our curiosity. So I am excited because this is fun. Oh, this, I know. It's going to be fun what we're going to be talking about next. I yes. we have we have Amy Hassler with us and I'm not going to spoil it all, but you know, sometimes we want to take our counseling lessons to the next creative level and Amy is going to tell us how she does this, and I am pumped. You know, we're right here at knocking on summer's door, and I think summer is a great time to plan what you want to do for the next year. Now, of course, you'll hear us get on our soapbox. You look at your data and see where your data takes you, but, you know, start thinking about those creative elements that you can bring in and how you can, how you can take it up a level, whatever you did last year, let's make it yeah. better this year. Yes. And, and that's just fun too. It yeah. makes, you know, it makes you look good. It makes your program look good. It engages the students. So, you know, if we're going to do a lesson, why not make it engaging as it can be anyway? And if we're going to put effort in something, make it work. So I'm excited to hear what Amy has to say. I too. Let's talk to her. Do it. I'm already in love. Uh, so I think our listeners are going to be in love. So uh, Amy, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are, and what you do for a living. All righty. Hi, I'm Amy Hashler. I am um, from Evansville, Indiana, and I teach at um, a Catholic school in Evansville. I've been here for, let's see, I just finished my 24th year here. I've taught for 27 years. I started as a preschool teacher where I taught four and five-year-olds for three years. And those were, those were just great years. You didn't have to worry about standards and, you know, all the, all the things, but um, they were, I, I call them my, my stepping stone years, but they were just wonderful. But anyway, and then I um, started working here back in 1998 and I started out with fifth grade and I taught fifth grade for nine years. And then I jumped to first grade and I taught first grade for five years. And 
I loved it. I loved every, every second of first grade, <laughs> but then there was only two classes of first grade. So the year that my youngest was going into first, there was only going to be one class that year. So I got booted back to fifth. And, um, so I've been here ever since. And, um, I don't even remember the year, but my daughter's 17, if that gives you any idea. So like yeah. 10, 10, 11 years ago, but, um, at any rate, and I, um, I, I love fifth grade. It's a great age. Kids can, they're just, they're independent for the most part. And I can do so many fun things with them. And that's, that's kind of my motto. I, I feel like if I'm as a teacher, not having fun, then oh, my yeah. kids, then my kids aren't having fun. And I've learned that I have to like a lot of the stuff that I do is for the kids, obviously, but it's also for selfish reasons because it gives me things to look forward to. As a teacher, I want to have things that I look forward to doing and, and coming to school. And these are things that doing transformations, I'm like, I, I, before I go to bed at night, I am like, I can't, I can't, I can't go to sleep because I'm so excited and I'm posting pictures on Facebook. Like I can't wait for tomorrow. So um, these classroom transformations have been a game changer for me, which I think it's kind of like changing grade levels. Like it's good for us to, to challenge ourselves and try new things. So this has been something good for me. And it's also been good for me because my kids are older. My, um, I have a 24 year old, a 22 year old and a 17 year old, well, almost 18 year old, and they don't need mama as much anymore. And, um, so this is, um, this, this helps my heart quite a bit because it keeps me, keeps me busy. So, um, it sounds like it keeps you fresh. I mean, it keeps you, it's like you said, uh, that reboot, every time you're getting to go in and be creative, it's, it's, it's like a reboot. And it is. I feed off of it. I, I really yeah. do. And I, I like to make my own things. Like I like to create my own material. I like to create the work that the kids are doing. I like to create, um, the props. Like I, I just like, it just gives me something to do. And then I have my husband who I call him my, um, set up and clean up crew guy because he, yeah. He's wonderful about helping me come in and, and set up and he's climbing the ladders and hanging things from the ceiling for me. And so, um, he's, he's handy and he's also a really good sport about everything too. So I think he enjoys it as well. I love it. And I love that you're saying that you've been, I'm so excited, Amy, because you're saying I've been in education 27 years. And a lot of times what I see with the, the room transformations are these, these, um, these, when they're bringing, I call it the rock stars. A lot of times they're the younger teachers. Not that you're not younger, but you've been doing this for 27 years. All right, I'm, yeah. yeah. And, and what I see a lot of times is that teachers just get tired and, you know, they're just showing, they're just, they, you know, you're like, you get to the point where you're like, do you even want to do this anymore? When you see, but I am, I mean, I, you're the type that, you're just that rock star and you keep it coming and you're bringing all this experience plus this excitement. And that's exciting to me. It is, it is, it is I have been in education a long time and I, I create, and that's what I think keep, that's the, that's the secret sauce. To I, keep. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It keeps me going. And like I said, if I, if I, if I'm having fun, my kids are, but if I come in here and I'm not, you know, and I'm not fresh, I'm not trying new things and I'm not excited about learning, then they're not going to be a bit excited about learning and therefore learning's going to go. It's just not, you know, it's not going to be there. I have to keep these kids excited and engaged. Well, and you, you said something that we were saying um, before you got on, we were talking about how we have to have fun and these are fun. And, and if we're having fun, the kids are having fun. And I think, especially after 
these past few years that have been so difficult and burnout has been so high, I think this is a very valuable thing that you're going to be talking to us about because, you know, maybe this is a way to keep the burnout away. Have more fun. Exactly. And it doesn't, and the thing about room transformations is, well, of course, obviously the longer I do them, then I have some, like I have tubs and tubs and tubs of this stuff at home. I have a whole storage room of just transformation things, but everything started off a lot simpler. And as the years go by, I can add to things. So I think the most important thing is that, that other teachers need to understand that it doesn't have to be something out of this world. It can, you can start off very simple um, and just have a, a just a, even if you just take your desks and put them into tables and throw a plastic tablecloth on and add a couple of little, like give your kids a plastic hard hat or whatever your theme is. If you're doing a Hawaiian theme or the beach, then give them away or just something it can be simple. It doesn't have to start off really big, but then over the years, you can add to your collection of things that you have and even add to what you do that makes it bigger, but it doesn't have to start off doesn't have to start off big. Yeah. I think just, I, I think I was doing room transformations before I realized I was doing room transformations, if that makes sense. They were just, they were just on a smaller scale. And, and now I'm kind of, I like to make them larger scale. <laughs> so we've let the cat out of the bag. We are talking about room transformations. Yes. <laughs> Amy, talk to us a little bit about what a room transformation is and maybe like some of your favorite room transformations to get our creative juices going and kind of get wrap our minds around what this would look like. Okay, so a room transformation is basically taking your classroom and it can be, um, you can like oftentimes I take the chairs and desks out of my room and I push them out into the hallway and I just create a new space. Or oftentimes I need my desks in the room, but it's basically me just changing my room um, based on some type of theme whatever the theme might be. It might be um, surgery, it might be a hospital, it might be um, the circus, it might be the beach, whatever it might be, you choose your theme um, and you can choose a theme, you can choose any theme you want. It can be absolutely anything. Um, and then obviously you wanna choose a skill that you're working on in class. And the key is to choose a skill or a standard that you're working on that is typically really boring for the kids or rather difficult. Like I do a lot with context clues and the kids at the end of the school year, they're like, if I learned anything this year, it was about context clues because <laughs> kids struggle with that standard. They just have a hard time. And so it seems like anytime I uh, do a transformation, I try to stick that in there so that they have that skill that they can practice. But at any rate, it's important to just choose those skills that are normally just not so much fun or they're, or they're difficult and plan it around that. And then... Um, you can just decorate your room. Like I like to have little props for the kids. I like to have like, even if it's like, if we're doing construction, they have a little yellow hard hat they wear. Or if I've, if we're um, surgeons, they have little surgical gowns or surgical hats or gloves. Um, and so choose your theme. And then basically you just work to change your room setting from not looking like your classroom, but but trying to make it look like something else so that when your kids come into your room, they feel like you're taking them someplace else. You're taking them to a hospital or you're taking them to Candyland, or you're taking them to a, a glow arena. Like if you're playing laser tag and a, you know, a place like that. So basically you just want to change your room. And again, it can be, it can be as simple as you need it to be. Um, and you don't have to spend a lot of money and then, but it can also be as big as you want it to be. It's just what you have time for. That's, that's the key. What you have time for as an educator to prepare for it 
and what you have time for in your school day or in your school week for your students. Um, some of my favorites, they're kind of like my kids. When people say, "Who you know, oh, do you have a favorite child? No, I don't have a favorite child. And I would sit here and tell you that every one of my transformations are my favorite. The kids will ask me all the time in my class, which one's your favorite? And I'll say this one, no, 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 it's not that one. It's this one. So it's, I, I have a soft spot for all of them. Now my new favorite, right? Right now my, my top dog is my, um, under the big top with figure of language. I've kind of worked on that. That one's been brewing. That that has been brewing for a few years, like in my mind, but then COVID happened and then we were on lockdown. And then last year was just last year. Like yeah. there were so many, so many things that I was doing and I was still trying to do transformations, but keeping everybody six feet apart. And so I, I couldn't get into making that brand new one, but I finally got to do that one this year. And, um, and it, it, it took a lot. It took, I spent my entire spring break at school working on it. And, but, but I chose to, because that's fun for me. That's, I mean, nobody was at home. My kids were all gone. My husband was at work. So I just did what I like to do, but I would say that one's my favorite for now, but I also love my glow games because that one, when you walk into this classroom, you cannot tell you you're in a classroom. Every, it's like pitch black. We take black plastic tarps and we put them all around my classroom to black everything out. And then everything literally glows in the dark. And so to me, that's, that's a pretty incredible transformation for these kids when they walk in, because you just really can't tell that you're, you can't even tell that they're in their own classroom. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, can you imagine these kids? I mean, can you oh. imagine, do they fight to be in your room? That's what I was just wondering. Uh, <laughs> well, the, here's the blessing to everything is that there are two sections of our fifth grade. And so I have um, both sections for language arts in the morning. And I have both sections for okay. science in the afternoon. And so, and then my partner teacher, she likes to do transformations too. So they have both of us for everything. So they have the best of both worlds. Oh, and yeah, what's, yeah. what's really nice is like, if I'm having one of those like regular teaching days, because I always tell the kids like, it can't, everything can't be a transformation. Right. Like, like teaching and learning has to be a little bit of everything. These kids have to be able to take notes and they have to be able to read on their own and work individually and work in groups. And they have to be able to take assessments and have assignments. And so it has to be a little bit of everything and it never fails at any time. I've have, I'm having one of those drab days, then my partner teacher, she's doing something really fun. So they always have, I feel like they, they're, they're spoiled. They always have something fun going on. And that might not even necessarily be a transformation. It could just be some kind of fun game that we're trying to play with them. But so um, I think that they, they, they pretty much, they've got it made as far as that goes. But, um, but the kids, I think they appreciate it. We had a lot of, we had a lot of kids crying on the last day of school there, oh, yes. you know, cause they're like, Oh, that this might be, it. this might be it. But um, that I told them. That's what a blessing that we we had the year that we had and that we've got back to, to normal that we could yeah. do that I could do so much more with them than I was able to the last year and a Absolutely. half ago. Yeah. Yeah. So my um let's see. Oh, and another one of my favorites is Candyland, which um is just a review game to review the topic of theme. And um the kids, they knew I did a camping one a few years ago. So my class this year, they're like, can we please go camping? So um, we made that happen the last, the last two weeks of school, I threw in two big ones because I was like, oh, we got to do these. So um, the camping one's pretty fun. And I just have tents all around the classroom and um, 
basically they have stations. They work in each of those tents and they have different work to do at each tent. Um, so there it I think a lot of teachers, especially like I know you said, like maybe older teachers, I think a lot of people look at it as they're not working, they're playing. And and we're not. We're not at all. Right. Like, like you walk in and it looks like play, but that's the art of it. The kids yes. walk in and they're like, oh, wow, this looks fun. But shortly thereafter, they're like, oh, Mrs. Hassler, this is hard. This is, you know, tough. This is work. Yeah. Absolutely it is. But that I always tell the kids, it's all about balance. You know, we want it to be fun, but it's challenging. And um so I think that's what I think so many that haven't tried a transformation, they just look at it like it's just play, yeah. but it's, it's, it's supposed to look that way to get the kids excited and get their enthusiasm going. And then it's then, but then they realize quickly that it's, it's work. We're working. We're doing, we're doing the same kinds of things that we would do in the classroom otherwise. Yeah. But we're not doing it at our desks. We're doing it inside tents or we're doing it inside our surgical rooms or whatever it might be. So it's so just exciting. That's that's the secret. That's that's awesome. I hope I hope our, our counselor friends and educators are listening because everybody can do this. Talk to us about how you afford to do this. Cause you know, we think about educators being on a, a fan dime that we have. And so how much of your own are you spending and where are you getting all this stuff? Okay, here we go. I don't have to spend much of my own money at all. I couldn't. I'll be honest. I, I couldn't. I've got kids in college. I've got a daughter at a Catholic high school. I've got, I mean, I'm a, I'm a teacher for, you know, I don't make a lot of money. So I could never, ever, ever, ever do this on my own. I do, I do, there's just no way. Um, and so I've, I've learned A, to, um, to ask. I've learned to ask. I've learned to not be afraid to ask, hey, I'll get on Facebook. Hey, I'm going to do this with my class. Does anybody have these things that I can borrow? Or I'll put on Facebook. Hey, I'm looking for these. If anybody has them or if anybody knows anybody that's selling them, let me know. And, and, and so I put things out there and then I'll, I'll hear from people like, Oh, Hey, I've got this that you can use or, Oh, Hey, I was going to get rid of these. These belong to my son. You can have them. And so I don't know how many times I've went to people's houses and they're just handing me things. Oh, here you go. You can have it for your classroom. And so I have learned to ask. We cannot be afraid to ask. And people, families in your school, your community, if they know it's for your classroom, they're so, they're so giving and so willing to help you. And so that's where I start. Um, I also have learned um, that to, to write grants. I write grants. So we have in our community um, a Rotary Club. And every year you can write a grant for up to $750. And so I have received four grants um, at between $500 and $750 a piece. And they're all for classroom transformations. So those grants have purchased everything that I needed for my glow games, for my circus, for my candy land, for my construction zone. Um, I also have a few others that they've paid for, but I'm still in the works of creating them. So, um, so the grants have helped me tremendously tremendously because I, I would not have been able to do any of those without those grants. Um, and then I've also learned to, um, 
to ask my, just my families. And it's funny because in my, if I have a weekly newsletter and so I'll tell families, oh, hey, I'm, I'm working on this. If anybody has any, you know, I can borrow these things, but then I borrow so many things from families. I have, have had families carting their tents in here. I've had families bring in a little picnic table for my camping. Like I've had uh, little boats. I've had um, beach beach stands and like you name it I've had people bring things in for me to use and and we take good care of them and we give and we give them back um and then but I've also had many donations from families I'll have like parents that that will then message me what what you tell me what you need you tell me what you need and we'll get it for you and and they see that like they know that their kids love doing these transformations so then they're willing to help me out and so I've had I've I've been I'm blessed so blessed with incredible families who support me. Um, I also have, our school has an Amazon wish list um, that our principal shares with families. And so like even for teacher appreciation week, I got a few things off of my wish list. And a lot of those things are like tarps or just tablecloths or just, you know, random things that I need for my transformations. Um, I also go to yard sales or I, um, I even use like things that were my kids when they were little or um, let's see, I'm trying to think of what else. Let's see what else. Um, oh, here's a biggie. I've also written letters to businesses. I've written letters to um, Home Depot, um, Lowe's, which they didn't give me anything, but I really think it just depends on who's reading the letters. Yeah. But <laughs> I... Um, so I, I could probably send the same letters over again. And you know what I mean? But, but I have written letters to Walmart and to Target when I was doing my camp, when I first wanted to do my camping, um, my camp learn a lot transformation. And they both gave me um, tents. They gave me lawn chairs. They um, gave me some inflatables. Just they were so kind to wow. me. They didn't give cards to get anything else I might need. And that was just from writing a letter saying, hey, I really want to do this with my classroom can you help me out? And, um, so it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to try. Like I said, I didn't hear from the other two, but I feel like it just, it's just hit or miss. It just probably depends on who's reading the letter and, and, and what, you know, what they can do at that time. But I would definitely recommend writing letters to just businesses in your community. Um, also just at open houses, when we have open house or parent teacher conferences, having boards of like things like you need written on post-its, um, parents typically at the beginning of our school year, our principal has us write down 10 things that we would like for our classroom and we put them on post-its and parents take them and they'll bring them in. And oftentimes I put either things I need for transformations or I put Amazon cards because then I use those Amazon cards to buy things for the transformations. Um, and then, um, let's see, obviously Dollar Tree. I go to Dollar Tree a whole lot. But mostly the, the money that I have to put into things are just those small things from my Dollar Tree. I've, I, um, I, I haven't had to put much money into any of these things. I, I just wouldn't be able to. I just wouldn't be able yeah. to. So I, I'm, I'm responsible for the, the smaller things. Or um, like when I do things like we have um, like a, a pied workshop where the, the kids are little pie bakers. And so like buying little consumable pie hats for them, things like that. I'll, I'll have to repurchase, but I just wrote a grant this school year that I got for just the repurchasing of those consumables, things that my kids use because like, they're like, so like the, the little hats they wear, well, I mean, obviously I'm not going to collect those and keep those. So 
once those things go on their heads, they're there for, they're for them. Yeah, so yeah. Those, just those consumable things that they, that they take home with them. I just wrote a grant just to have money to buy more of those things. So, That's I mean, so smart, all these things are just, I mean, one great idea after another, I am blown away. Oh, well, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning as I go. Obviously, I didn't used to be so brave as to ask people, oh, hey, can I borrow this? But now they, so, they can, like, oh, she'll, she's in those transformations. And they, yeah. they think, sure, you can borrow that. So I'm just, I'm blessed with great people around me who help me out. Now, your room trans- transformations don't stop at decorating the classroom. You also take it to another level. And you like to dress up. So tell us a little bit about that and what that looks like for you. Okay. Well, I think it's important that the kids see that I'm excited. I, I think that's, it's really key to just even get that engagement going and get their, their excitement built. And, and I think that if they, again, uh, they want to see that I'm, I'm all in, I'm into this. This isn't just something I'm laying out in front of them. And then I don't want to be a part of it. I think it's important for the kids to see that I'm just as involved and just as excited about the transformations as they are. So I, um, for all of them, I have something that I wear. I've been a referee. I've been um, for construction, um, for my construction zone. I wear um, like denim overalls and a hard hat and I have a tool belt for the, um, for my um, big top with figurative language this year. I purchased a, and I purchased with, with grant money, a um, ringmaster's costume from Amazon. That's probably one of my favorites. I love that. And then let's see, oh, and I have doctor gear that I wear. And again, I have so many, so many hospital gowns. I had a friend of mine from high school. I had posted on Facebook just saying, Hey, does anybody know where I could get like hospital, like surgical gowns and masks and things cheap for my students? I have not seen this girl since I graduated in 1989. She bought it all and sent it to, to me. Oh my goodness. She bought, she bought hospital gowns, the caps, the masks, the gloves. She bought little pins that look like shots, like, like uh, everything and sent it to us. Um, and so I, I have, and then I've also had several families donate, um, like Dr. Dr. White, the white coats that I always, you know, so I wear that when we're doing our, um, compound sentence surgery during the school year. Let's see, what else have I been? Um, a camper. So my students in science, we make tie-dye shirts when we're talking about physical change every year so when we do the um camp learn a lot I have the we all wear our tie-dye shirts so that we all kind of match and look like we're in our carrots and so I have like a camper hat and um let's see what else is oh and when I do <laughs> when I do Candyland, um I have this this uh, very obnoxious skirt it's really long and it's like all the colors of the rainbow and it's it's like this, it's poofy like a like a 1980s prom dress and um my principal dies laughing when I have it on, but it's just one of my favorites. So anyway, let's see. I'm trying to think what else. Um, oh, I have a bowl. I'm, we do bowling um, with cause and effect. And so I have like a bowling shirt that again was given to me by a, by a parent. So again, a lot of things are just given to me or I've, I've purchased with um, grant money. So but I just think it's so important that we generate that, that curiosity with the kids. Like, if they know that we have a transformation coming up. Well, I wonder what Mrs. Hassler's going to be dressed like. You know, it gets them thinking like, I wonder what she'll wear tomorrow. I wonder what she's going to do just to get them thinking. And just, again, anything I can do to 
to, to reel these kids in and to be excited about what we have going on. And I've tried not telling the kids when we have a transformation coming up, but I have a really hard time keeping my mouth shut because I'm like usually pumped. So I'm this year, I tried to keep it a secret a few times and I was about to bust at the seams or I'll tell them like, okay, we're going to do something fun next week or whatever. But typically they kind of have an idea. And I've, but like I said, I, I, but I, yeah, I just get too excited. But again, even with that, they know something's coming and I kind of like to let them know something's coming, especially if we've had one of those weeks where it's been like, we've had maybe several assessments or there, you know what I mean? It's just not been real exciting. I like to let them know, like, hang on, just hang on guys. We've got something good coming just so they're like, okay, I can, I can do this. And, you know, I can get through this hard week, this tough week of, you know, taking tests or whatever it might be and know that, that, you know, we've got something fun coming the following week. So, um, I'm wondering, has it affected your attendance at all? Like, do you have the best attendance in the school? No, (laughs) no. What's, um, I can't say that. No, I've had kids be upset that they're not at school when they know that we have one. Now, when we were on uh, during last year, during COVID, when I had, I had one little boy who was virtual a good, like he came back in March. So he was, he was virtual almost the whole school year. And it was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do these transformations? So I would just get everything ready for him, like props and everything and deliver it to his house. And then he would be, he would be virtual and he would, and I would like put the computer with other kids. So he would still have his group and he would have everything he needs at home to do the work. And he'd have his props at home. And if we were having surgery, you know, for our surgical um, transformation, he would have everything that he needed in front of him. So I, I've learned to find ways that I could even keep him involved, even though he wasn't here in person. Um, so I don't even remember what the question was, but oh, I'm glad you told that. Cause that, that's just going that extra mile. Yes. That's so I don't know. You're just an incredible, incredible teacher. I can tell. Oh, you that's nice. Teacher. That's, that's very sweet. I'm, I'm glad I work in an incredible school. I really do. I have a fantastic administrator who I think that's where it has to start. You have to have that support from your administrator. I've had three principals since I've taught here, all have been fantastic, but not all of them would have supported what I do in my classroom right now. Of course, times have changed since 20 years ago too, but I, I don't, I, I'm blessed that I have a principal who is 100% behind me on this. And she, um, has been to the Ron Clark Academy. She, she's, she's been there. She's seen that, that, you know, that these people that kind of are, are our inspiration for all of it, Ron Clark, get your teach on. She, she's, she's been there. She's seen it. She's witnessed it. So then I think therefore she understands it and she realizes, okay, this is a good thing. I don't, I don't know that she may have understood that otherwise. Yeah. I think her having that background and her having that opportunity makes a difference. So I'm very blessed that I'm in the school that I am and that I have that administration support. And I also have great, great, great friends that I work with who, and we all, you know, borrow from each other. And, you know, that's, that's nice to have that, that support too. And not, not everybody, not everybody transforms their room around here, but like, like I tell all of the the kids, like when they say, well, we probably won't do that next year. You won't, but next year, when you go to sixth grade, you're going to do some amazing things with technology that I am not so great at. So 
you, you get a little bit of, you know, a little bit from everybody and everybody, you know, we all come with different things that we're, that we're good at, you know, those, those qualities that we can give to the kids and they're not the same. And that's great because I think if they did the same thing every year, they were always doing these transformations. It might lose its, its steam. So, yeah, well put, I think it's, what do you, we did a, we have done a talk on experiences for students Right. And uh, how that's how they learn. That's how they remember, especially this generation of students, because they don't get as many experiences because of social media and, and learning online and all those things. So there's a lot of research and, and, and data to support what you're doing. But you're right in that if it's not a room transformation what is that next level experience? Is it, it, it could be that next level technology that's a fresh word for them, or it could be, you know, art or music or, you know, whatever it is that's taking it to an ex, experience rather than just, you know, uh, sitting and learning or online or whatever. Right. I think we just all bring something different to the table. Yeah. Yeah. And we wanted you to be on because, we really believe that this is this is something that counselors may not feel comfortable with doing. School counselors, but um, there there is a way to do this as a school counselor uh, to to transform a space or yourself so that when you bring your lesson, those kids are going to remember that lesson, just like they're going to remember those compound fractures and all whatever you whatever. <laughs> Exactly. And it can just be a few little props. It can be something, it can be, it can be something simple, but it's just something that the kids attach to that they, then they remember, they just remember it. Yeah. And you're right that parents love, love, love that because they, when parents ask their kids, what did you learn today? It's there. It's just crickets, nothing, but And and Laura and I have done room transformations. You are the queen and we wanted to be inspired by you. That's very sweet. We we love room transformations and we have done those uh, for years now. But um, one of the things is that parents walk, they get as excited as their kids because the kids are coming home and they are saying, we did this, we did this. And this can go for counselors. This can go from K all the way to high school. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Any, any, any age, any age, any standard that you're working on, any skill, you can, you can use a room transformation. It, it, it's just so, it's so versatile. It really is. And do you think as an adult, if you walk in to, a party and it's a luau thing. All, you know, I mean, it, your brain is just going, it's creative. And as, that's an adult. So you think about using whatever with high schoolers to teach that skill. But I know Laura and I, it's really good if you have partners. This is just that, you know, I, uh, Amy has folks that she works with, but if you're the only school counselor and then Laura and I would share, we could, you know, you're going to do a camping theme and then you get it to me and I'll do a camping theme. And, um, and we're, we're, you know, we're not even in the school, same school district, but we can share those materials. So find somebody that you can share with. And a lot of times we'll take the money that we're given each year 
and we'll look at our needs and see what the needs, which needs are the same, like, you know, which lessons fit both of our student needs and then say, okay, you buy this, I'll buy this and Mm -hmm. write it up. And, and Amy, you may be this way too. If I think of a theme and I feel like I'm not even worthy to talk to you about this, but if I think of a theme and, um, it, I've told Laura this, I can make that thing work. If I really want to do a safari or whatever, yeah. I'm going to make it, I can put in whatever counseling lesson is going to fit into that. So sometimes it's, we have a lot of um, Bible schools and they do big themes and a lot of stuff you could just get from these when they're done proms, when they get through with the prom. Uh, so there's a lot of places that, uh, where do you store all your stuff, Amy? That seems to be an <laughs> issue. My husband is where are you going to put all this? I wish that I stored it at school, but I don't. I have in my basement just a storage room that's just always been there. And it used to just be full of tubs of things for my family. But this is now it's all my transformation stuff. So there's it's loaded. That room is loaded, loaded. We've got to get ourselves a basement, Kim. Yeah, you need a you need a basement room. Really. No, I really wish I had like a shed on site right here at school because like when I did one a few weeks ago, I mean my husband and I made multiple trips just trying to get it, yeah. just trying to get it all here, trying to get our kids. Hey, can you can you take a load to school? And they're like, Oh my gosh. They've been doing this for years, haven't now they? They're they're over it when I'm like, Oh hey, can you come by school and see my see my circus? I got it set up. And they're like, we saw it. You showed us pictures. I'm like, no, 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 no. Come by and see the person. But anyway, I wish that there was a place on, on, on campus, but that's, it's okay. But we just make multiple, multiple trips. Um, and it, and it, it's, it's, you know, it takes, it takes time. Like I've learned, I used to want to do the transformations on a Friday thinking, oh, we'll go out of the week with a bang. But now I, I have to do them usually on Mondays because I need that weekend to get things, to get it all set up. Yeah. Because it just, and usually (laughs) because I think I'm getting older, but usually that Monday after we've done the transformation, I go home and I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm worn out, but it's a good tired. If that makes sense. It's a good, it's a good tired. It was a, that like, that was, that was worth every second of it tired, but yeah, I'm worn out. I'm worn out which is why it's nice to have my husband who does all the ladder climbing. (laughs) You must have a great husband and you are so high energy. Oh my goodness. You are like a force coming in. Well, that's funny. I, I, I am, I I feel like I am, which that keeps me, that keeps me young because I don't know. Yeah. Well, that, that was, thank you so much for coming on today and you inspired us. Uh, We have slowed down. I, especially me, uh, during the pandemic, a lot of things have changed. changed. And so I'm looking forward to this year was a lot of putting out fires and, and, it, and I'm, I'm really, really to get back into, you know, dressing up and trans transforming my space. And so I'm, you've inspired us. Where can we find more of you? Where can we find all of these great pictures and how can we Okay. Well there I'm everything classroom fun and games everywhere. So I have, um, my Instagram is classroom fun and games. I have a TPT store, which is classroom fun and games. I have, um, I just started a few weeks ago. So this is new for me. A, um, 
of my own page on Facebook, and that's also Classroom Fun and Games. And oh, and I have oh, and I've also just recently got into TikTok. <laughs> I know you will not catch me dancing on the TikTok, but more they're just um just videos of my transformations. That's Absolutely. that's what yeah. and and on TikTok I'm also classroom fun and games. It just I feel like it's just easier if I can just say this is what I am everywhere on Absolutely. you know all the social media sites. Yeah. This is so great. And again, uh, we do have listeners from all areas of educator, administrators, but a great portion of our listeners are school counselors. And we purposely had you on here because everyone can transform to that next level. And Absolutely. Uh, that's what and I think too, it would, I don't know about like my students, like we have a, we have a school counselor on site and She's wonderful and she does lots of great things with the kids, but they start to get at an age where they're like, oh, I don't, you know, they don't want anybody to know that they're leaving to go to the counselor. And I think it would give the kids something to look forward to and be less apprehensive about it too. Like, oh yeah, I want to go, I want to go see the counselor today because we're going to go, you know, it's going to, it's going to be whatever, not hungry hippos, but a construction zone or whatever it might be, just something, something small, but it would give them that something to look forward to so that they're less nervous about being called out of the room or having to go. So I think it would be phenomenal to see school counselors do them. Thank you, Amy, for coming on here. We appreciate it so much. Um, Any other final words, Laura? I just think this has been great. It has got me pumped up for this next Just talking to her. I know, I know. So I am ready. This has been great. Well, this has been a treat for me. I've been so excited. I've never done anything like this in my life. So it's like a first for me. So it was pretty, pretty, pretty big deal on my end. So thank you for having me today. You're a pretty big deal. So we're we're excited to know you and look forward to all the wonderful, great things. And I have a feeling we, we're just so like-minded. We may be having more conversations with you. Oh, lads, please. Maybe some, uh, collaboration on some projects so seriously I would absolutely love that I mean that's what that's how we as educators we all learn from each other yeah like that's that's the greatest resource that we have is one another so please let's all share let's reach out to each other I'd love it thank you Amy well wasn't she just fantastic good job Laura she is like a little dynamo well, I got tickled when she was talking because my mind went back a couple of years ago to when you did a room transformation and you brought a boat into the school, but that's not all you brought into the school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I brought our a listeners snake. what else you I brought, brought into a the snake in that thing. It was the funniest thing. I brought a snake into the school not and- on purpose. Not on purpose. It came with the boat because I just pulled that boat on out of the pond and and off to school we went with the boat and the snake was just wiggling on down the hallway and Richard Orr, who was the principal at the time, who has now moved on to, uh, we call it the White House, the central office, but he is not as, I'm I'm just going to say he's not the man that's going to run up and grab that thing. We had to go, I don't know, get one of the teachers that was willing, she we, this one, one of the teachers, like she's willing to get it out of there for us, but yes, that's, that is like, I forgot about that. That means that snake had to ride with you in your vehicle all the way. I had to drag it. Yep. 
out. It was probably even, it may, I can't remember, was it a copperhead? Because that's what our, you know, that's what water moccasin. Let's sure. call it that. Let's call it that because I think it makes the story better. And if we could show, I don't know if I could find the picture of the kids in the boat. How funny would that have been? <laughs> Not funny. I, I mean, we're sending an ambulance for a child that's been snake bitch. You lost your job trying to go over and above. You lost your job. <laughs> that was my luck. That no. was my luck. I forgot about that. But yes, um, as, as school counselors, we, you know, there's a couple of ways to do that. Either you're pulling kids into you. And, and so that's why I asked for a classroom. I went from a, an office to a large classroom so that kids could, I could pull kids into me. And so the room might be decorated for a week in the, you know, or three days or whatever it's going to take me. And I would pull kids into that room transformation, like a classroom or two at a time because they were sitting so I could get more in. And another way to do it is um, you go to the classroom. And, and I think you've done both ways, haven't you? I have. Yes. Whenever I love having a space, a classroom. And this year I partnered with the art teacher. And so I took her classroom and she had that week. She didn't do classes and I took her classes for that time. And so that was great because I could transform the whole space. But when I went into the classrooms, I had to go over and above with the way that I dressed. So that meant like, you know, she was talking about how she likes to dress up. Well, I had to really dress up if I was going into the classroom or, you know, if you, if you push a cart, you can, you can dress up your cart. Um, so yeah. You can borrow the library possibly to do something special. Um, we did the coping skills cafe. And you did it in your room, but that might be something that you could borrow another space to do. So even if you say, I'm going to do one every month or every three months, um, it really, it, it, I will say it garners a lot of attention in a positive way. The parents do love it and they talk about it and the kids go home and they talk about it and they don't forget those lessons. So, um, those are, and she's right. I mean, just those props, those things that you can buy for the kids to have so they can have it too. Um, so if there's anybody that loves a good theme, it's Laura and I. Even when we've done PDs for adults, we have dressed up and done themes. So anyway, um, it's- When we did it at ASCA last year, I have to say, I really could have have trick somebody into thinking I was a doctor because I do think I look I like forgot about that. I literally forgot about that when we do um um it's critical care or something for mental health or something wasn't it what was it not at all ding okay. <laughs> what was it <laughs> it was uh minute meetings no yes, it, it was, was it was triage it was triage. It was minute meetings. But I'm kind of right too. I'm kind of right too. No we literally took the, the, what the medical field says that you do to triage. And that I said what, triage. You said critical care. Oh, okay. Whatever. I guess, yeah, whatever. I guess, I'm tired of you now. Literally tired of you. Next time we need to talk about, let me see if I can see it. The 
Oh Aska, the new Aska articles. We need to look through there and talk about some cool tech tools that are in there. And you're wondering why you're not getting yours. Why are you getting mine? I have no idea. I pay my debt. Oh, no. Mm -mm. Laura Rankhorn. Laura. We do not live together, Aska. We do not live together. They basically think, mm, why even bother sending that to Laura? So mm. all these months. That you know, you've been looking, I've been getting to and just smirking and laughing to myself. I want you to put them in a pile and I'm I'm headed over right now. Yes, well, you need to come over right now. We have got so much to do. We are looking forward to, let me show you the ad here. We're getting ready to do the No Limits ASCA 2022. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. Austin, Texas, July 9th through the 12th, we'll be speaking. And oh, uh, yes, we hope that we get to meet a lot of our listeners. That was uh, like the highlight of our trip last year, I think, was getting to meet so many of our listeners when we were in Vegas. And this is going to be so much fun. I laugh every time I think about what I've got going on in my brain that we're going to do for our session. So it well, is going to be funny. And I am giddy because I am, I get to have big hair and nobody's going to look there's nobody judging you in Texas. For no, big hair. There's nobody no in fact, it may not be big enough. I'm going to have to go get some shorter layers cut so I can go bigger. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yes, yeah, so we're looking forward to that. We have some other things that we'll be talking about. I would, be well, I would like to go ahead and talk about one of those right now. Okay. In light of our guests that we had on today, we're going to be doing the uh, Keep Indiana Learning Conference on June 14th yes. and 15th. Yes. So go check that out because you can register now. Um, but it's the Keep Indiana Learning Conference. We have three sessions that we're going to be doing at that conference, uh, June 14th and 15th. So you've got time to go register. Um, and we're we also information about the counsel uh, counseling for counselors for computing in Alabama. Do we have any information about? We're going to be doing a a getaway. So this is June 27th through the 29th. So it's coming up. And this is all about how to, uh, Kim and I are very passionate about, you know, talking to our students about potential careers. That's uh, one of the first things that we spoke about at ASCA several years ago. And since then, it's just really grown to something that we're extremely passionate about because we don't know what careers these kids are going to have available. So on June 27th through 29th, we are doing a, um, a getaway retreat is all I know how to describe it as in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So if you are interested in attending that, just email us at counseloraccents at counseloraccents.com and let us know that you're interested and we can get you the details on that. Uh, but it's through counselors for computing. Um, do you have to be an Alabama resident? I think you do because I think that I think there's some benefits that come with this as far as some things that you're going to get if you participate in this. But this is through the board of it. This is through the state department. I'm sorry. So yes, but I if think you, want, you do. If you want this in your own state, let us know that too. Absolutely. Yeah, we, 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 can we know people who know yeah. people. We know people. We know people. And uh, yeah. <laughs> We could show up in your state doing the same retreat. That would be fun. Well, 
Adieu. <laughs> I'm done. How about I'm done? Okay. Just, All right. Akin to adieu. Okay. Well, goodbye. And to you. <laughs>